This, this is the Forge Audio Network, your official source for all things Forge FC. Hey there, and thanks for checking us out on the Forge Audio Network. And no, do not adjust your screen. It is not uh, 2019. It is not 2020. It's Louis Butko here, and I'm very honored to be breaking down the 2024 CONCACAF Champions Cup Got to make sure I say that right. The Champions Cup, uh, the draw that just happened just a few minutes ago, and here to break it down with us is One Soccer, one of the lead analysts at One Soccer. It's Ollie Platt, also a very good friend of mine. Ollie, uh, I, I, we'll get into the matchup. We'll get into a Guadalajara or Chivas, but I do want to talk about just the significance of this tournament. Um, you know, just because CPL is so new, and I know people who are probably watching this are are diehard, you know, CPL fans, but for the casual fan who might have come across this video, just talk about how significant this tournament is and for CPL teams to be playing in this tournament. Yeah, I mean, it's it's our continental competition, right? So if you're familiar with, with European soccer, and obviously you'll know that the Champions League over there is kind of the pinnacle of of club soccer. Um, that's the competition you want to win above all else, I think, in Europe. And I think in, in CONCACAF in North and Central America, we, we've kind of been building that type of competition over, over a period of years. And the format hasn't always been quite right. And there's been differences in, you know, the calendars that different countries operate on and so on. And so it's taken a bit of time, I think, for CONCACAF to kind of refine the competition. Um, but they've revamped it for this year. Um, and we're going to get to see Canadian Premier League clubs, two Canadian Premier League clubs every year, and maybe even a third if one can win the Canadian Championship qualify for this competition and get to test themselves against the absolute best teams in the region. Uh, and you can see that in, in the draw that these three Canadian teams participating this year have got, including Forge. Yeah, and you know, you look at the the terms of the competition that they got. It's it's not going to be easy. And again, we'll get to the matchups. But again, I, I think it's important just to highlight this doesn't happen without the CPL and, and, and where this league has gone to, to showcase that, you know, this competition and that, that these teams are good enough for this competition. And, you know, the jersey here behind me probably deserves a lot of credit for that run in the, the CONCACAF league a few years ago to become that first team to qualify from the CPL in the Champions League. Yeah, they showed that they can compete, right? I think they've kind of set the bar for, as they have done in, in a lot of ways in, in the CPL, to be honest, um, as to what we can maybe expect from, from CPL teams against these types of opponents. Cavalry have done it as well with, with what they did in the Canadian Championship in that first year too. I think that set a really good standard. So, you know, it's, it's going to be tough, I think, in the early years as we see these CPL teams compete against MLS clubs, League MX clubs, clubs from around the region on a more regular basis, um, they're always going to be the underdogs going into these matchups, and they certainly are in, in the matchups they've drawn out. But I think this, you know, it's a process of getting to test yourself against these teams, growing the league as a result of the attention that these games get and also the exposure that, you know, Canadian players and teams get as a result of going up against this, this caliber of club. Um, it's going to be a massive, massive help for the league, I think. You know, as soon as I heard that this this was happening and we'd be getting more CPL teams, more Canadian teams in this competition, it's it, I, I think it's a game changer for the CPL in terms of the profile, the level of competition and all those things. And again, you know, I, I don't know if Bobby will, will publicly admit this, but, you know, part of winning the championship, you know, I've talked to him a lot over the last few years, this has been a goal for him mm. even before the automatic births. You talk to Coach Bobby, he'll tell you the CONCACAF Champions League, this is not just to test themselves, but also to prove themselves against the continent's best. 
Yeah, I think they were pretty open this year that, you know, they, they've got a few titles under their belt. And as much as your, your bread and butter is always winning the winning the league first and foremost, I think their target as much as anything was to make sure they were in this competition this year. And I think they missed it a little bit this year, to be honest with you. You know, having that different competition just to, um, you know, stir up the, the competitive juices a little bit, get yourself that higher caliber of opponent that I think sets you up well to to then return to CPL action and, and compete there as well. So they've become used to this, as you mentioned, playing in CONCACAF League, and, and I think it'll be a very welcome return for Forge, for sure. And again, just highlighting Forge's initial trip to the uh, CONCACAF League. That was back in uh, 2022, uh, losing 1-0 to Cruz Azul at home, uh, losing 3-0 at uh, Azteca. But still, I know some of those players on Forge FC They'll still highlight as playing in Azteca is one of yeah. the highlights. Not the result they wanted, uh, but definitely just being able to play at that stadium. Uh, let's talk about Forge's opponent, Guadalajara or Chivas. Uh, tough draw. Let's not let's not kid ourselves. That is a tough opening round draw for Forge FC. Is yeah, this is the team that that won the the Champions League as it was then not too long ago and, and beat Toronto FC in that final if, that people may remember. Um, it's. It's arguably in some ways the biggest club in Mexico, maybe not in terms of recent success, because I don't think they've had as much of that as as America, as Tigres o- over recent years. Um, but in terms of the popularity, the relevance of the club, that there, there are a lot of Chivas fans across Mexico and across the across North America in general. It's, it's an immensely popular club. Um, they have a unique identity. They only play Mexican players. They're one of the rare clubs around the world that, that sticks to that kind of philosophy. Um, and they're good. You know, they, they just finished fifth in, in the Apertura, which uh, is just coming to an end right now. Made the playoffs there. Um, they're, you know, they're a competitive team, even if the trophies haven't been haven't been there as, as much as they probably would have liked in recent years. So a big, big test for sure. Now, obviously, history dictates a lot of this, but let's let's let people know Mexico has Mexican clubs have pretty much straight out dominated this tournament since it started in 1962. No. Yes, yeah. Um, we MLS has started to make that breakthrough recently, obviously, with, with Seattle winning it, but it took a long time, like longer than you would probably even think, given the growth of MLS uh, in recent years. Uh, I think they would have hoped to, to have won it earlier, but it was, yeah, Toronto FC lost the final, LAFC lost the final, the, the Mexican clubs, yeah, you're right, have, have traditionally dominated this. Uh, you, you mentioned biggest club in, uh, in, in Mexico. So, I mean, are, are we talking about the Man U <laughs> Of Mexico, like I mean, not to put you on the spot here, but like, I, like, and not to say Manu is the biggest club, but I mean, some people will argue that. But is is this the equivalent? Like, is it would this be playing the Manu of of Mexico? Yeah, I don't think it's a bad comparison. I, I'm not sure how you'd exactly measure them against you know a, a club from a different country and get the exact right profile, but but certainly it's in that conversation. Man United, Liverpool, you know, the Barcelona, Real Madrid in in, in Spain. Like this, this is again what I think. I think. Uh, the most popular club just in terms of fan base um, in Mexico. So, yeah, it's, it's a big opponent. You're going to go down to a big stadium. The place will be, I'm, I'm sure, enthusiastic and, and and they'll get a lot of support there. So that will be, I think, as much, you know, Azteca is a historic stadium. So I don't, I don't want to compare it to that. But again, going down to Mexico and playing in that kind of environment, get up against that kind of crowd, that's going to be another special night for Forge. I, while we while you mentioned the crowd here, Ollie, I will let uh, people watching or listening know tickets aren't on sale yet. We don't know when the game will be yet. Uh, sometime in February, we know that. Uh, but if you are a Forge FC season seat member, uh, you will get priority access when tickets do go on sale. So to do that, you can go to Forge FC, uh, the Forge FC's website, or call your ticket representative. Uh, back to just just Mexican soccer as a whole. What? 
what differentiates? Is there something specific? Is there a specific style or is it, you know, Mexican soccer, just like, you know, CPL, you're going to have different teams playing different styles. Is there something that, that, that is consistent across Mexican soccer? Um, I think nowadays it tends to, there tends to be more of a mix. I think like a lot of places in the world, you know, there's, there's been different ideas that have come in, coaches from different countries. And so it's kind of all blended in a little bit more and, and you'll see, you know, different styles in, in the same way, like you said, you, you see in the CPL. Uh, traditionally, I think Mexican teams generally, they're fast, they're in your face, they can be quite direct at times. You, you still see that, see that, excuse me, I think from, from the national team at its best, and maybe they've got away from that a little bit in recent years. So um, that's kind of the image of Mexican soccer that I, I have in my mind traditionally. But yeah, I would say that nowadays, you know, Chivas have a foreign coach, for example, so, so they do tend to bring in, you know, more European ideas and, and things of that nature. And uh, if for, you know, let fingers crossed, let's be optimists here, Ollie. If Forge FC were to shock the continental football world, you know, beat Guadalajara, and, and again, I don't want to say shock, if they were to win, uh, it doesn't get much easier with Club America uh, as, their, as their round of 16 yeah. opponent, does it? It doesn't. It's, it's a tough pathway. I was hoping to see someone get in that slot where they'd get potentially get into Miami and, and Messi in that second round, which unfortunately uh, didn't come to pass, but... Yeah, it's a tough competition. Like the the way they've uh, changed the format and expanded it, there's a lot of Mexican teams, a lot of MLS teams. Obviously, they tend to be the best teams at that moment in time. You know, by virtue of qualifying by by winning leagues or getting getting to finals and, and things of that nature. So yeah, there are some real big hitters in there. But I do think that you know Forge have come out with with one of the bigger ones as uh, as have the Vancouver Whitecaps with Tigres as well. So there should be some some really good matches. Uh, we know Bobby uh, probably had a, a, a notebook about that thick on each team in this competition. Now that he knows who he's going to get, uh, what do you think the next steps are, are for Forge FC? They're taking some time off over Christmas, but you know, if, if you are, you know, this club, what, what do you think uh, we should be looking for in the next uh, few weeks out in the new year with uh, with Forge FC? Well, you know that you're an underdog going into this matchup, right? And so you know there's no guarantees of, of getting another matchup after this and, and continuing in this competition. It's going to be really hard. I'm, sh I'm sure they won't you know, make any bones about that. So you want to make sure that you're ready for this one. Uh, and that means being ready much earlier in the year than you would, than you would typically be used to um, for a normal CPL season. Obviously, the CPL will start sometime in, in April or it normally, normally does. Um, the first leg of these ties will, will kick off in, in that week of uh, February 5th, I think it is. So it's, it's way earlier than they're used to playing. So they're going to have to bring their preseason forwards, going to have to get their transfer business done that little bit earlier. So maybe you can expect to see a bit of a quicker off-season this time um, from Forge in terms of getting those new signings in and getting the squad ready. And you want to be primed to, to make the most of the opportunity that's in front of you. And listen, if there's one club, we know a club that basically didn't stop playing football from basically February 2020, right through the pandemic, yeah. we had the Island Games, right? I mean, this team, this team knows about short off season. So, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't put it past Bobby to maybe shock the, the continental football world. Uh, Ali, I might get in trouble for doing this, uh, but you know, it is the Canadian Premier League <laughs> here behind me. Uh, Cavalry FC, their matchup. What do you, what do you see in that one? It's another good one. It's what, what I was hoping for really from Forge and Cavalry was, was one to get a Liga Max team and one to get an MLS team. And I think Orlando's a nice one for, for Cavalry. Be much nicer weather, firstly, to, to go down to Florida. The, I, I'm still not sure what that first leg in, in Calgary is going to look like in, in February. It's going to be, if they can pull it off, I'm sure it'll be an incredible night in terms of the, the scenes there. But it's a really good team. Um, a team that struggled in their early MLS years, appointed Oscar Parejo as a very good coach. Uh, and has made the MLS playoffs four years since, uh, every year, four years since. So 
um, a real test for them. But again, the kind of kind of game that you'll go to a great stadium in Orlando, play against a very good team, you just have to embrace that kind of challenge. Yeah, Asa, Raymond, and I went down there for a Canada-U.S. leg. I believe that was mm-hmm. 2021, 20, uh, 2019, actually. Uh, yeah, so that is a beautiful a stadium. And what, what do you do? You anticipate maybe there being an issue at uh, at at, at the, the the grounds there in Calgary? I mean, you know, Forge has played a game where they've needed to blowtorch the pitch. Uh, yeah. do, do you foresee a p- potential something happening there? I mean. It is cold in Calgary in yeah. February. Yeah, the honest answer is I, I I don't know. Obviously, Forge has yeah. the the artificial pitch, and so that holds up better over winter, even if it can still can still be challenging to get the game off. Calgary plays on natural grass, and and it's a great field in in the summertime. But um, getting it ready in in early February is is going to be a real challenge for them. So fingers crossed they can pull it off or find some kind of solution. I, I think they're they're working on it right now. But yeah, I'll be honest, I I don't know what the uh, the current plan is on that front. All right, Ali, your job uh, over this Christmas break is to find out what that plan is, okay? <laughs> Got it. I'll be on it. Ali, I really appreciate you making the time. I know Forge FC fans appreciate you making the time as well to help break down the 2024 CONCACAF Champions Cup. Got Make it. Make sure I get that right. I wrote it down on my hand somewhere. Uh, so, Ali, thanks for doing this. Really appreciate it. No worries. Anytime. My thanks to Ollie Platt for joining me, and my thanks to you as well. Make sure you subscribe to the Forge Audio Network so you never miss an episode of any of the shows we have for you. From all of us here at the Forge Audio Network, I'm Louis Butko. Have a great day.